what's up and welcome to difficulty class a show where we gather around this podcast table in your ears and talk about some dungeons and dragons right now we are doing a little bonus episode about the new unearthed arcana that's come out i'm one of your hosts ali deichman and with me this week is trevor bettis yeah, that's right. So let's just dive right into this UA, uh, which well, neither wait, wait, of us wait, has Al- looked into Allie, it. Oh, yeah. That's a you're thing. You're here. I'm here. <laughs> hey, guys. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> we missed you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm currently recording this with my scrubs on. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's been a it's been a month. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, I'm not not exactly sure quite yet when I'll be able to come back. It should be soon. I'm feeling much more relaxed, less stressed in general, so that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, so this is just like a little bonus UA, and I had some time carved out of my schedule that I was able to do this. So this is nice. I I, I absolutely loved it because when this went live on Monday, you know, Jeremy Crawford tweets out. That's how I always see it. I always get that notification from Jeremy. <laughs> And uh, and I was just like, oh, shit, what do I do? And then, like, 30 minutes later, you text me and, like, I want to do a bonus episode. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm, it's, it feels nice to, to open up Audacity again and to, yeah. to have Discord not work at all when I open it up. All that good stuff. <laughs> good old times. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, so we're here to talk about subclasses part five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And it's been a long time since they did an Unearthed Archon. We had to actually go back and look and see when it was. It's been since August. Yeah, I, I straight up was like, Trevor, what was part four? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, th- I remember when they were doing these twice a month and we were like, oh my God, guys, they're, stop. They're doing something. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And now but, uh, it's two months later and then we have another one. And, it, and, and, and now it's the point where it's been so long that I'm like, I'm giddy. I'm excited. I yeah. and. and we haven't read this, neither of us. It's a good old bonus episode where we are going into this just, you know, un- uninformed and yeah. we're going to, you're going to hear our reactions live. Yeah. Neither of us have at all looked into this. The most I've looked into this is one of my players texted the, the D&D chat group saying, I think my player has, my, my PC has to retire because this, uh, this Dragon Ranger <laughs> looks cool. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, all right. the, the only thing I have read is literally the names. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Well, speaking of, we've got two playtest options. They are called Way of the Ascendant Dragon, a new monk subclass that emulates the power of dragons, and the Drake Warden, a new ranger subclass with a Drake Companion. That's a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> Way of the cool Ascendant name. Dragon and Drake Warden. They just sound really neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, the UA starts off with the monk, so that's where we're going to start. Just like usual, Monk at third level, you gain a monastic tradition, and this is the way of the Ascendant Dragon. Monks who follow the way of the Ascendant Dragon, that's going to be a mouthful to say over and over again, by the way. (laughs) Revere the power and grandeur of dragons. They alter their own key to resonate with draconic might, channeling it to augment their prowess in battles, soar through the air, and to bolster their allies. As a follower of this monastic tradition, you decide how you unlock the power of dragons through your key. The Ascendant Dragon Origin table offers some possibilities. So cool. It offers like six ways that you pretty much got to this point, which I they, always appreciate. They've been appreciate. doing this recently with, yeah. with different ones. I like that. Yeah, I always appreciate when they give you flavor into why you're there. <laughs> mm-hmm. It puts less work on the players. At least at least see even an example of like how you could have gotten there. Um, yeah. Let's see. You honed your abilities by observing a dragon and aligning your key with their world-altering power. Or a dragon personally took an active role in shaping your inner energy. 
there's uh, you spent long stretches meditating in the region of an influence of an ancient dragon's lair, absorbing its ambient magic, which sounds very high fantasy. Um, mm-hmm. There's straight up one that's like, after a dream that featured a five-handed dragonborn, you awoke with altered key, reflecting the breaths of dragons. <laughs> five-handed? Yeah. Is that supposed to be five-headed? I'm not sure. Like, did they... <laughs> I feel like it should be, but five-handed, maybe because you're a monk and you're punching stuff. I guess, but but now I'm trying to think of, like, where's the fifth hand? Like, is it from the back? Is it just one side's got three, one side's got two? I'll be honest, my favorite one of these is the you honed your abilities by observing a dragon. Because I just have this idea of this monk just, like, creeping up over the side of a rock. And there's a blue dragon <laughs> over there curled up. He's, oh, look at you. <laughs> Like it's like someone it's like, oh yeah, I learned my abilities by observing a dragon and aligning my key with their world altering power. And it's like, really? Wow, how long did you do that? Well, they hatched from an egg and I kinda watched them for a few months. So <laughs> but better yet, uh Animal Planet had a marathon. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I was able to like catch it for a few hours every day. It was pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. Really relaxing. <laughs> but I mean, like, okay, yeah, so it's very you know, dragon oriented. I get that. That sounds cool. Um, I've mm-hmm. also, I've come into this hearing that it's way, if you don't really like how the elemental uh, monk is, that you could go for this one instead. Mm. Uh, but you still want Makes that sense. raw power. <laughs> so we'll see how, as we go into uh, what we get. So at third level, you get a couple things. The first thing is the Draconic Disciple. Um, you channel your draconic key to imbue your unarmed strikes with the essence of a dragon's breath and to use your connection with the draconic creatures to magnify your presence. You gain the following benefits. When you damage a target with an unarmed strike, you can change the damage type to acid, cold, fire, lightning, or poison. Oh my god, this is sneeze on your hand and deal poison oh. damage. <laughs> this is it. This is it, guys. You've done it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, if you can't already, you learn to speak, read, and write draconic. That's interesting. I like how yeah. it's just like, ah, because you're a nerd, you know this, no matter what. <laughs> nerd! Uh, if you fail a charisma intimidation or charisma persuasion check, you can use your reaction to re-roll the check as you tap into the mighty presence of dragons. This Once this feature turns a failure into success, you can't use it again until you finish a long rest. So it's not even a once per long rest thing. It's a once success per long rest thing. Mm -hmm. I like that wording. Yeah, I do like that. It's not a uh, use it and lose it. It's just use it until it works and then you can't use it again for a while. Yeah, there's there's no harm in trying, essentially. Mm hmm. So that is the first chunk of what you get at third level. The next thing is called... I do like that. Yeah, it's it's pretty nice, especially just like changing that damage type is a nice flavor to it. There's that yeah, five-handed like, dragon, right? <laughs> <laughs> like at, at level one, or at level, sorry, level three, I don't, I don't see it becoming too important or overpowered because like not that many things at third level have resistance to bludgeoning damage. Yeah. Um, so changing it is really more flavor, but later on, that's going to be huge. Cause like, can you imagine being in, um, uh, like, well, I, I, I guess it really wouldn't, cause I was going to say, imagine being in descent into Avernus, but it, you fire isn't really damaging anything there, but I guess it just means you would never use that one. Anywho, I'm talking out of my ass. Continue. Well, like, <laughs> just like with the artificer, one of the reasons why I'm liking this so far is the versatility. 
because yeah. there's the specialist where it's like, I'm a fire mage. I can do all things fire. It's like, well, great. Well, we're going into hell. So what are you going to do about that? It's like, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's like this monk is like, well, I can do it. <laughs> be, be Actually, because of that fact, because uh, uh, one of my players is a uh, cleric of light. They do all fire spells and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, I ended up working with him and making up a magic item that he got from a really high powerful wizard that let him a certain amount of times per day change the element type of his spells. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just a DM providing a way to, to provide more fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he was going to be like nerfed into the ground yeah. <laughs> otherwise. Um. Let's see. So carrying on, next up is Breath of the Dragon. If this is anything like Uncle Iroh, I'm going to be very happy. Um, you get this at third level as well. Uh, Trevor, you look confused. It's Uncle Iroh what, from what, Avatar. What is the... the last oh, Avatar. I don't. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm not, I'm it's not right. there. No, you're fine. Uncle Iroh, essentially, he was called the dragon. Um, and one of the reasons is because he was able to channel his firebending through his mouth. And he was able to breathe fire like a dragon. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm we're gonna get emails about this episode that's just people shaming me for not knowing <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> it's okay, man. Hey. Uh, you know, you'll watch it in your own time if you decide to. No shame. <laughs> yeah, you know, one day maybe. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is Breath of the Dragon. You can channel your key into destructive waves of energy like the dragons you emulate. When you take the attack action on your turn, you can replace one of the attacks with an exhalation of draconic energy in either a 20-foot cone or a 30-foot line that is 5 feet wide, your choice. Choose a damage type, acid, cold, fire, lightning, or poison. Each creature in the area must make a dex saving throw against your key save DC. Taking damage of the chosen type equal to two rolls of your martial arts die on a failure or half as much damage on a success. And at 11th level, the damage of your breath increases to three rolls of your martial arts die. And you can use this feature number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, and you regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. While you have no uses available, you can spend one key point to use this feature again. That's cool as hell. Yeah, so there's a couple things I like about this. One, it is Uncle Iroh. Two, it's pretty neat <laughs> because it's it feels very like leveled with you. Like as you go yeah. up, it's not like a because oh, this it's... is a cool thing from level three to five. It's like, no, this will go up with you. Well, I like that it's uh, two rolls of your martial arts die because that goes up, right? Over yeah. time, that, that changes die. Yeah. So that, that feels really nice. I like that a lot. Not um, to mention you could spend key to do it too. Yeah. And the, 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 the neat thing about it though, because like what I was kind of worried about what at first was like, oh, well, they can do that more times than a wizard could do burning hands at that level. But because it's a, it is a lower damage than burning hands or anything like that yeah so it's kind of it's it's balanced i like it yeah and a wizard can beef up burning hands faster than they can yeah uh, do this breath attack and the other neat thing is that you can do a 30 foot line of cold damage mm-hmm. which i really yeah, appreciate because cool. instead of being the complicated like table restricting of like oh yeah if you're doing uh poison or cold or like fire it has to be this way if you're doing like Mm. acid or lightning it has to be this way it's like no they're just like nah you you just get to choose because you're focusing your key ease of rules i like it yeah all right at sixth level oh boy this is where i see uh my buddy (laughs) just (laughs) just reading the it's called wings unfurled (laughs) Oh, boy. When you use your step of the wind, 
you can unfurl spectral draconic wings from your back that vanish at the end of your turn. While the wings exist, you have a flying speed equal to your walking speed. You can use this feature a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, and you regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. While you have no uses available, once again, you can spend one additional key point when you activate Step of the Wind to use this feature again. That's cool. That just sounds cool. <laughs> Spectral <laughs> dragon wings. Yeah. Just like, let me just psh, dragon wings and just fly forward. <laughs> like, that's really neat. That's that's cool. At first, I was worried that they're like, really, part of your class just gives you dragon wings, but I like that it's very thematic with the, the, the spectral and they go away. I like that. That's mm-hmm. cool. And once again, it's really tied into your key point system, so thematically, yeah. it's super on point, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it makes me think, the, the, this is like the good version of what we had the problem with the psionic ones, where they yeah. put in a whole new table, a whole new thing just to deal with this subclass whereas this is again just going off what we already have and i Mm -hmm. love that let's see up next at level 11 you get aspect of the worm uh the and it's worm w-y-r-m not you know (laughs) the monk is just like uh shooting fire spectral wings gets on the ground just starts wiggling (laughs) i have four hearts now (laughs) 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 um the Aspect of the worm, the power of your draconic key now radiates from you, protecting your allies from harm and punishing any who raise arms against them. As a bonus action, you can create an aura of draconic power that radiates 30 feet from you for one minute. You can choose acid, cold, fire, lightning, or poison damage. And for the duration, you gain the following effects. Ooh, it's an aura. Okay. You and your allies within your aura gain resistance to the chosen damage type. Oh my god. Holy Uh, shit. Yes. <laughs> Waves of destructive energy flow out from you and your allies when any of you are attacked. Oh, what? When you or one of your allies in the aura is hit by an attack made by another creature within the aura, the target that was hit can use their reaction to deal an amount of damage of the chosen mm. type equal to one roll of your martial arts die to the attacker. That's a mouthful. Essentially, um, if they're hit by someone who's also in the aura, they can use their reaction to roll your martial arts die against them. Um, I like, I like that it's one roll of the martial arts die because as a fighter that it it would be a, it would be a choice. It's like, okay, do I want to use my reaction to do one D 10? Cause I think it's a D 10 at that point. Maybe, um, though I want to use it to do possibly that much damage or if it, uh, can I get an opportunity attack in where I'm just going to powerhouse it and you know take it to the ground yeah um so i i like i like that it's not a oh obviously i'm gonna use my reaction for this i like that a lot yeah i see uh, you're i see you're looking up just so we, i so am we it's a d8 sure. by level d8. 11 that's yeah and so like and, and at level 11 like there a lot of classes oh like think about paladin if they're their protection like yeah. do i want to use my reaction to do a little bit of damage or do i want to use my reaction to possibly protect another ally yeah so, I like that. The that's Paladin cool. of Redemption, too, they can outpower that kind of reaction moment, but yeah. that's, they can only do that. No one else can. This is allowing, yeah. like, depending on how many people you got in your party, that can be, like, up to, like, 5d8 in one go. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the, the, the coolest part of this for me is the, they everyone gains resistance within the aura. Yeah. Um, that's cool as fuck. Let's see. So this aura, you can use this bonus action. Uh, you can't use it again until you finish a long rest unless you expend 
four key points to use it Ooh. again. Nice. So let's see. At that point, I have my book out finally. It's uh, you have eleven key points, so it's reasonable. Actually, you can actually yeah, do no, a couple that's of like, counters. What, like a third. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention you're going to be using your key points to do other things in battle, but that's totally doable. Yeah. Let's see. So like at it. 17th levels, this is like top tier stuff. You get the Ascendant Aspect feature. Your Draconic Key reaches its peak. You gain the following benefits. Ooh, okay. This first one. You gain Blind Sight out to 30 feet. Within that range, you can effectively see anything that isn't behind total cover, even if you're blinded or wow. in darkness. Moreover, you can see an invisible creature within that range, unless the creature successfully hides from you. Oh my god. Take it from someone who's DMing level 16 stuff right now. That is so helpful. <laughs> it is so nice to have blindsight. Wow. Uh, yeah. And that's like such a good level to do that too. Level 17 is perfect. So wait, you just get that? Mm-hmm. There's no, like, activate, you just have blind sight. Well, I mean, a dragon wow. does. Yeah. I know, but, like, you're you're just some dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're just some That's dude. pretty freaking cool. <laughs> and there's still two more bullet points. Yeah. Uh, the next one, when you damage a creature with your breath of the dragon, remember the whole Uncle Iroh thing, the energy clings <gasps> to the target. At the start of each of the creature's turns, it takes damage of the type your breath dealt equal to one roll of your martial arts die, which, let's see, that's going to be a 1d10. Um, they did ongoing damage. At the end of they its turn. They haven't done. <sighs> yeah, they can repeat the save, ending the effect on itself as a success. When's the, is there anything in the game right now that does ongoing damage like that? Besides like Witch Bolt where you have to activate it? I, I want to say like the uh, sphere where it can light stuff on fire. Maybe. Yeah, no, because for me, ongoing damage is one of the things that I miss about 4th edition. But we, we, since we're dealing with lower end hit points compared to 4th edition, it makes sense that there's not as much, you know, damaging stuff. And it was a lot of keep track of, but I still loved it because it was, it was lingering. It made that one attack mean something because it could screw you up for your next few turns. Mm -hmm. And by this point, you can do this uh, six times essentially. <laughs> and that's discounting any key you spent to do it again. Love it. Let's see. And yeah, so the they can end the, the ongoing damage with another save against your mm -hmm. uh, breath attack. And then the last one is when you activate your aspect of the worm, Draconic Fury explodes from you. Choose any number of creatures you can see within your aura, which is 30 feet. Oh my God. Those creatures each take 4d10 acid, cold, fire, lightning, or poison damage. Your choice. Oh my god. I love it. I'm just seeing this cinematically, like in my head. I can it's so cool. This. Yeah. Because like I, really I, to cool. I totally get what you're saying. Like, I may not have a good knowledge of Avatar The Last Airbender, but like this feels more Avatar than the elemental one. Oh does. god, yeah. The elemental one felt like almost too restricting and a little complicated. Not complicated, but convoluted. Mm -hmm. And so like this feels really just you choose. You get to do whatever yeah. you like here. That's so cool. I love it. Yeah. This is this feels like a really good like mid-ranged like support monk weirdly. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, the, the, you know, I always I always know I like a, an unearthed arcana when I want to make a character, but I know what character I want to make. I want to make a relative of one of my characters for Char Drake's Bane. <gasps> 
That would be because so cool. <laughs> I haven't talked about him a lot on the show, but his full name is uh, Char the Green Dragon Drake Spain, mm-hmm. and their whole family is about monster hunting, and they have a big relationship with dragons. His his catchphrase is "I got dragon blood, bitch," <laughs> um, and I would love to make a relative of his that that was this. I, I, it's so cool. He was a fighter, right? He was. So, okay, I can just imagine his family. Like, he got he's a family of sorcerers. He's got this monk in his family. But then he's just, like, the regular human that didn't get anything. <laughs> I never thought about that. That that could actually be really funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it would be cool if they were all... Okay, I got to fuck around with that a little bit more. We got, we got a UA to read. We, I can do that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll come back to that. <laughs> we'll come back to that. All right, up next is our ranger archetype. Uh, you get this at third level, as you do as a ranger. And this one is called the Drake Warden. Drake Wardens Already cool. are... Yeah, I know, right? Drake Wardens are rangers who use their magical connection with nature to form an enduring bond with a minor dragon, a drake. This bond allows the ranger to summon the drake to their side and to share in the awe-inspiring power wielded by dragons. Consider how your ranger gained their bond with the drake. Drake Warden origin table offers some examples. Again, yay, they provide a table for some flavor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one, it looks like a, it looks like both of these guys are pretty big nerds. Um, <laughs> this one said, You studied a dragon's scale or claw, or a trinket from its hoard, and created your bond through the token's lingering draconic magic. Uh, there's hmm. a secret order of rangers who collect and guard draconic lore taught you their ways. There's a true dragon gave you a drake egg to take care for. When it hatched, the drake bonded to you. Oh my god, that's so adorable. I love that little Aragon moment, yes. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so cute. (laughs) This one's a little, like, spooky. You drank a few drops of dragon blood, forever infusing your nature magic with draconic power. Don't tell the golden pals this. (laughs) They have been, some of them have been, they they know Tiamat is in Avernus and they're like, what if we like drank some of her blood? No. What would that do? Don't, don't tell them Just in theory for science. (laughs) Yeah. Don't, don't do this. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. An ancient draconic inscription on a standing stone empowered you when you read it out loud. So a little bit of Skyrim, a little action. It's like, hey, touch the stone. Got a little dragon. Exactly. (laughs) Um, and then there's uh, this one. Uh, <laughs> hmm. You had a vivid dream of a mysterious man accompanied by oh. seven yellow canaries who warned what? you of impending doom. When you awoke, your drake was there watching you. What? Did David Lynch write that one? <laughs> I feel like someone was like, you know, we got to have like a good six available examples. So that way people know how to base shit off of. And they're like, okay, now we got to throw this. Now we got to throw this random prophecy in there. And, and at the end of it, the man started uh, dancing to dark jazz on a Chevron floor. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I love it. It's it's very specific, but you know what? It's like, Why seven yellow canaries? That's for the DM to figure out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> does that mean anything? Or, you know, it's, does the man who killed your father have seven fingers? It's something along those lines, right? <laughs> um, but at third level... Uh, you get two features. I believe it's two. Yes. Uh, you get the Draconic Gift. The bond you share with your drake creates a deeper connection to dragon kind, granting you understanding and empowering your presence. You gain the following benefits. If you can't already, you learn to speak, read, and write Draconic. And also, you learn the Thaumaturgy Cantrip, which is a ranger spell for you. Whoa. Cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can dig that. That's fun little bonus stuff. 
I feel like it's just so that they can yell loudly at the Drake to get back here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, let's... I don't know why the name Tony for a Drake popped into my head. This range just like, Tony, get back here! <laughs> thaumaturgy. I need thaumaturgy! <laughs> um, and of course, at third level, you get your Drake companion. The cutest little dude. Uh, you can magically summon the Drake bound to you. As an action, you oh. can summon the drake, which appears in an unoccupied space of your choice that you can see within 30 feet of you. The drake is friendly to you and your companions and obeys your commands. See its game statistics in the drake companion stat block, which uses your proficiency bonus in several places. Cool. So they did it like the artificer and the yeah. defender. Um, when you summon the drake, choose a damage type listed in its draconic essence trait. Whoa. I'm assuming you just choose whether it's yep acid, cold, fire, or lightning, or poison. Uh, you can determine the cosmetic characteristics of the drake, such as its color, skill texture, or any visible effect of its draconic essence. Your choice has no effect on its game statistics. You gotta flavor your drake, guys. Do it. Hello. <laughs> gotta flavor your drake. Take it down to Flavortown. <laughs> uh, in combat, the drake shows your initiative count, but it takes its turn immediately after yours. It can mm. move and use its reaction on its own, but the only action it takes on its turn is the dodge action, unless you use your bonus action to command it to take a different action. That action can be one in its stat block or some other action. If you are incapacitated, the drake can only take can take any action of its choice, not just dodge. Oh, that's a nice little subtext. So if you go so, down, the drake does more than just dodge. It tries to protect you. It does what it can. Okay, so on your turn, you can use a bonus action to command it to take another action. But if you're down, it can just do whatever. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, because that's, it, it, that's, that's exactly how the Artificer with the def the Steel Defender works right now. Uh, it goes after you immediately, but you use your bonus action to command it. Okay. Okay. Once mm -hmm. again, bonus actions are just the most... This is still the weirdest thing for me about 5th edition. <laughs> I know. I, sometimes you just wish that everyone had a bonus action. Yep. <laughs> I, I've almost gotten to the point of just house ruling it where it's like, nope, you have a bonus action. We can discuss what they do when you want to use them. Mm -hmm. I, I've come so close to just doing that to make it easier. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've already pretty much done that, but that, that'll be for a different day. <laughs> yeah. Once you summon this drake, you can't do so again until you finish a long rest, unless you expend a spell slot of first level or higher to summon it. I like that. Nice. Uh, the drake remains for a number of hours equal to your proficiency bonus until it is reduced to zero hit points, until you use this feature to summon the drake again, or until you die. <laughs> Anything the drake was wearing or carrying is left behind when the drake vanishes. Well, I'm kind of sad that the... Wait, the drake isn't, like, there with you always. Yeah. It, okay, so so here, here's my two things so far about this class. Is, one, I like that they let you just choose... The, the damage thing, but that feels weird thematically. It's like, oh, this dragon gave you an egg, but it's apparently an uh, even more magical drake that can change its damage type whenever you want it to. But then also, if you had it, you know, since you, you know, for a long time, you hatched it from an egg, where was it for the first two levels? That's what I was thinking. Um, as a DM what I can imagine that you can explain this away as is that you actually have a tiny little drake on your shoulder that's probably the size of a little, like, parakeet, but it yeah. can't do anything. 
but because of your ranger magic and your nature uh, skills, it, like you're able to summon a spirit in the guise of a drake. Yeah, but but at the same time, like that's well, I, I guess they have origins that kind of explain this, like the the parakeet man or whatever, or yeah. canary man. Um, but like it because I know a lot of not a lot of players are planning out what subclass they're going to take from the get go. I know a lot do, but I also know that there's plenty of players that don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that part is just a little weird to me. It, it, yeah. it, it's, it's strange that it doesn't just stay with you. Yeah, because yeah. like. I keep bringing it up, but Artificer, the Iron Defender, that large creature does stay with you. Yeah. They're always by your side. You created them. Like, the fact that this one is kind of more like a a temporary familiar that can't attack and deal damage, it kind of feels weird. Yeah. Um, Let's see. So, a little bit about this Drake Companion stat block. Um, It's got a base AC of 14 plus your proficiency bonus. Yes. It's only a Drake. It's very tiny. It's smaller than oh, you. Oh, I was thinking of like the 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 four-legged drakes with no wings. Oh, no, those are the those are the artificial guys. Yeah. No, this is like an actual small dragon. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it's like it's like a hatchling, but basically think about it as like a hatchling. Okay. I know the wording is weird cuz they didn't just say hatchling, but I think if you're level 17 and you're using a hatchling, it's a little weird to say. Um mm. But let's see, yeah, they got 14 plus your proficiency bonus, which does level up with you, obviously. So it's like at third level, that would be uh, 16 would be its AC. Uh, the hit points okay. is five plus five times your ranger level. So five times three would be 20. So he would have 20 hit points at level three. So, okay. That sounds pretty good. Um, has a speed of 40 feet. Weirdly, it doesn't designate that it's flying. So Wait. that's the thing, because yeah, I'm. I think I think this is the the four legged Drake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, because when they tweeted this out, they put an image of that kind of iconic blue um, four legged no winged Drake. Oh. So yeah, that is that's a little weird yeah. that it starts off as a small creature, especially since, like I mentioned before, Drakes are not natural. <laughs> they're created things they're not um they're not are they found. really i didn't yeah. know that yeah that's that's kind of like their shtick and hmm. so it's interesting that you're putting the nature wizard essentially making i like how i'm on a show called champions of lore and i'm like what <laughs> i didn't know about that <laughs> i mean i could be wrong there could be aspects where it's like oh yeah you can find drakes somewhere out there but yeah drakes are largely created by like alchemists and stuff hmm so Sorry if you hear my clicking, listeners. I'm I'm looking at this now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. It does have an, let's see, the dragon essence, so you can choose the type of flavor it is. Um, the damage of its bite and the damage of its infused strikes trait is determined by that. So you got the two, ac- you got a couple actions. The bite, which is like three plus your proficiency bonus to hit. And uh, it's a D6 is the type of damage and then it has a reaction which is infused strikes when another creature within 30 feet it can see gets hit with the weapon attack the drake infuses the strike with its essence causing the attack to deal an extra d6 of their damage type Hmm. it's the opposite of the iron defender instead of healing or defending or imposing disadvantage it just deals more damage okay okay so carrying on uh, up next, at 7th level, 
Uh, you get Bond of Fang and Scale. The bond you share with your Drake intensifies, protecting you and stoking the Drake's fury. While your Drake is summoned, you and the Drake gain the following benefits. You gain resistance to the damage type chosen for the Drake's Draconic Essence. Choose one of the following. The Drake gains a swimming speed of 40 feet and can breathe both air and water. Or the Drake <laughs> grows wings and gains a flying speed of 40 feet. What the heck? The, or, uh, and the following also, the Drake's Bite attack deals an extra 1d6 damage of the type chosen for its Draconic Essence. So the Bite goes from a 1d6 to a 2d6. Hmm. But not for the Infused Strike, which I'm sad about. But okay. <laughs> Just, you know, at... Uh, I'm, I'm, we're only halfway through this this right now, but I'm already feeling like just like the regular ranger. It feels like a little sad, like it could have been a little bit better. So so I'm I'm reading into this. And, and again, we're talking we always end up talking about the, the thematic yeah. nature of these subclasses. And so like the the I, I went to D&D Beyond and look up Guard Drake and whatnot. And from what it says is that guard drakes were originally devised by the cult of Tiamat, mm-hmm. uh, but the ritual required a dragon to be there. Uh, dragons usually give them as rewards for servants. Um, they uh, take several days, requires 10 pounds of fresh dragon scales and whatnot. So essentially it's the dragon that creates them. And so I, I guess it does make sense where it's like that one where the, the dragon was like, Hey, here, congratulations. Have an egg. Um, but it, it, right now, it feels really weird. Yeah. It feels kind of all over the place. Like how earlier we were like, oh, that's really nice that it's rules light. This is almost too rules light. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I kind of wish there were more um, hard locked in decisions to make in this class to make it feel more permanent and more yours. Because I, I, like at this point, if I was summoning a Drake and it's like lightning Drake and then the next day fire Drake and then the next day, you know, uh, ice Drake or whatever. Like I don't feel like I'd have as big a connection to it as I would if I permanently decided that it was this kind of Drake, it's going to grow into this sort of thing. So I don't know, it's a little weird, a little weird. Yeah. I mean, cause you know, when people, I said earlier, flavor your Drake, you know, people are going to give them like fluffy, like mohawks, all that cool stuff. But then when it comes <laughs> to like, well, what kind is it today? Oh, well, it's just green today. Yeah. It's cause it's a lot of work to put into customizing for five different things that you can possibly summon. And <laughs> yeah. So and, and then like also thematically, like let's say that you locked in the look of it. It's like, Oh, it's always, it always looks like a blue guard Drake, but then it shoots out, you know, fire breath. And so then that kind of is weird with the continuity of whatever world you're running in. Because that also poses the question, is it the same guard Drake? Is it an aspect of a Drake? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. There, there, it, there, there's, it's, it's, very, it's very loose and very vague for me so far. There's a couple more things. Um, that was level seven bond of Fang and Scale. Up next is called Drake's Breath. It's at 11th level. Uh, as an action, you can exhale a 30-foot cone of damaging what? breath or cause your drake to exhale it. Choose acid, cold, fire, lightning, or poison. Each creature in the cone must make a deck saving throw against your spell save, taking 6d6 damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. This damage increases to 8d6 when you reach level 15. Uh, once you use this feature, you can't do so until you finish a long rest unless you expend a spell slot of 3rd level or higher. 
I mean, I guess. Huh. <laughs> it's it's really weird that this dragon thing doesn't it doesn't get a breath weapon until eleventh level that you could also use. Yeah. Like, hmm. there's one more thing, um, and the first thing I'm seeing already makes me a little bit happier about this. Uh, perfected bond is what happens at fifteenth level, so we're all the way up to level fifteen. Your bond to your drake reaches the pinnacle of its power. While your drake is summoned, you gain the, you and the drake gain the following benefits. Uh, the drake grows to large size. The Wait, you and the drake gain the. You and the drake gain the following benefits. So it's not just you. The drake gains this, and then. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. they're specific things. Yeah. I like. Okay, okay. Sorry, that got it's a little okay. confusing. For I know. Me. I was I like, know. you grow to a large size. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be neat, though, right? Um, the yeah. drake's bite attack deals an extra one d six damage of the type chosen for its draconic essence, for a total of two d six extra damage. So it's going to be dealing now three d six damage on a bite. Okay. The wording is weird there. But yeah. Uh, and then the last thing is when either you or the Drake takes damage while you're within 30 feet of each other, you can use a reaction to give yourself or the Drake resistance to that instance of damage. Ugh. This doesn't feel like it doesn't feel done. No, that felt that very last thing felt so weak. Cause I mean, like you gain resistance to that instance of damage. I mean, like you just get to have it so it's kind of like you you essentially at 15th level get the get a cunning action from uh rogue like the the one where it lets you have the damage like you could multi-class into rogue and get that ability sooner yeah than getting all the way up to 15th level and also it doesn't really make sense thematically (laughs) why like it's like where does that come from are you changing like and plus it it didn't specify an energy, so it could be bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing. So yeah. it's like, how, how, um, I'm uh, not a fan. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I'm a fan of the idea. I'm a fan of the name Drake Warden. Yeah. That's a cool-ass name. Um, But, uh, yeah, this one's not, not, uh, not, no. it's not doing it for me. I will say, um, if you're trying to make a evil, like, Tiamat, Cult of the Dragon character. Yeah, this would be right up your alley. <laughs> yeah. But um, aside from that, I'm also having trouble just kind of imagining where exactly you'd fit it into a into a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, one, one of the problems I've always had with Ranger is that you don't get the option of your companion until third level. That I've never liked that. It it's just seems weird because like, hey, what if your players are in a dungeon and all of a you sudden know, you hit third level? There's a wolf here. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, it, has that always been here? Yeah, have you noticed him? No. Uh, <laughs> well, he's real quiet. He's real quiet. He's a quiet boy. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the the monk is cool. Is so oh, yeah. cool that could be in a book. Tomorrow, this could be in Tasha's uh, book next month, and it would be perfect. Hundred percent, I'd like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Drake Warden just doesn't feel done. This, it, I hate to say it, it feels first draft. Yeah, it also doesn't feel overpowered. 
it feels uh doesn't even feel like rightly powered it feels like underpowered by a lot <laughs> yeah it, it it doesn't have that cool moment it doesn't have a cool moment for the drake and it doesn't have a cool moment for you yeah. like yeah okay you get to sh- you get to shoot your drake breath but it's either you or it so it's not making either of you on your own cool it's just some ability that you both can do now for some reason yeah so like at 15th level uh this drake is gonna have 80 hit points and the most it can do is one hit of 3d6 bite damage yeah it doesn't get multi-attack ever no it doesn't it doesn't even have a tail attack. No. It it it's weird that a monster a, a creature that's going to grow to large size just has the same stuff as it did when it was small. It's it's the overall issue with the ranger where it feels like no matter how hard they try, they they want to pull back. They don't want to make them really badass cuz I think they're worried about the action economy. Cuz it's yeah. like granted for a bonus action, you're getting another attack in there. Here's here's where where I kind of fall in line with it is this is going to be I'll explain my thinking on this Uh because it's going to sound weird at first but I've done this before this reminds me of Bungie with Destiny okay Uh, right now in Destiny 2 there is a type of gun called a scout rifle which is kind of in between uh, a burst fire weapon and a sniper rifle. So it's usually single shot and it's got a scope on it and no one, no player, Bungie's happy with it. No player is happy with where they're at because they don't do enough damage to make it worth it because things can just close the distance on you before you have a chance to what you could do with an auto rifle or something like that. So I almost feel like Ranger is in the same way where because Rangers can play the long game, but also when you have a companion, the close game they nerf both of those so that they they i think it's like they almost feel like that balances it out you're not fantastic at either of them but you can still do the same amount of damage as the stuff getting close to you and that of that stuff now has more time to get to you yeah and like the thing that sucks about that concept is that they've taken that and they fixed it with other classes like Artificer and Bard where they're versatile across the board. Yeah. But you still feel powerful. You still feel like you can handle it. Whereas yeah. Ranger, I feel like every single step gets a little bit nerfed. <laughs> like, like honestly, if I decided to make a bow-wielding character, I would just do a fighter. Yeah. Like... You get that That's extra just... attack. You can crit on a nineteen if you wanted. You can <laughs> you can do so much. Yeah, yeah. There there's so many things. That I I get second wind. I can do yeah. all this stuff. I can have a dagger on me, and it actually does more damage than it would as a ranger. You can so get feats to make you really good at crossbows. You can do a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No. Once again, just kind of disappointed with uh with ranger. Um. But man, that monk's cool. That monk is really cool. That monk's cool. real cool. That monk is really cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I, that monk, it's like I'm 100% good with having that monk on, like, as as is, good to go. Mm-hmm. But boy, that ranger, we'd have to tweak the hell out of it if someone wanted to bring yeah. that in. And also just yeah. the flavor of it, because, like, I really wish they would have just instilled the concept of this is, a like, nature and taking the embodiment of a drake, like a nature spirit. Yeah. Taking the shape of it. Kind of similar to yeah. the elemental ranger that they did a couple of UAs ago. 
where it's like this is an elemental fire thing that's coming to help you it's like or, or even the 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 swarm ranger where it was just like their face spirits that take on the form of whatever you want yeah because like that would make more sense that you're able to summon it in randomly and then dismiss it as you will yeah because funny enough i think i think swarm ranger is like the only ranger that i'm like that sounds pretty cool yeah yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of with you there because ooh. It's rangers are a rough one to play. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. But well, I think that's it. We've gone yeah, over that, everything. I, <laughs> it, it was a small one, like like last time, but we mm-hmm. still ended up getting like forty minutes out of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, we'd we'd love to hear what uh what you all think about it. Uh, if you got any thoughts on it, we could read them out on the on the show in the future. You can send those into difficultyclass at gmail dot com or on Twitter at difficultyclass because mm-hmm. uh we like talking with you about this. Yeah. Any, any closing thoughts? Um, I'll be back soon. <laughs> That's yes, I suppose. I, my, uh, th- th- this has been a nice little, like, we get to, we get to feel a little bit of normalcy again. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for being patient, y'all, for, uh, for me not being there. Trevor's doing a kick-ass job of having wonderful people on and talking all that good stuff. So. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Like with the, I think the just after you and I decided it was like okay, uh, take a break for a little bit. I was just like, I have to start texting people. <laughs> You're doing a fantastic job. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully I can keep that up. Yep. Um, but yeah, so you you will be back in the not too distant future. Yep. Um, we'll we'll be back on Friday. Uh, I'm talking with uh, three of my players from the Golden Pals uh, about our game, and uh, we, we we do a little check in. We we do one of those. Uh, I, I I've never done one of those before. We check in with your players, see how they're liking it, how their characters are doing, all that stuff. Ooh. So it was it was a fun conversation. I like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's been a while. Do we have an outro for the UAs? <laughs> <laughs> um i we, we we hope you enjoyed it and uh we'll we'll talk to you soon and we hope you have a good game